Now on the tee, it's Maddie and the Caddy. Here's Matt Barry and Michael Collins. Well, would you looky there? Your weekly tee box dysfunction has returned. Alongside the Caddy. Michael Collins. I am the Maddie. This is Maddie and the Caddy. The podcast, the social media links, you know them, at Maddie and Caddy, M-A-T-T-Y, the word and, C-A-D-D-Y. Is that right? Oh, my God. (laughs) C-A-D-D-I-E. Wow. How yes, long of a hiatus I has it been? I am off the hook. Bro, I am officially off the hook. No, 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 no. Because no. I'm going yes. to I'm get to you in a minute about not being <laughs> off the hook. Because I, the hiatus was that long. I did a blank stare at the studio wall here in Bristol because I'm not looking at palm trees and sunshine like you. Sorry. I was like, why the hell is it? Is it why? I, I, I don't know. I'll just go with why. <laughs> and I was wrong. But, hey, happy holidays, patrons and caddy. How's everybody doing? Yes, I am fantastic. Happy to be back on the program <laughs> love the program happy to be back on the program i caught you saying that on sports <laughs> center and the scoreboard update show and i about fell out because i know anyone who listens to maddie and the caddy c-a-d-d-i-e thank you very much thank you all of our uh, adoring listening fans who are awesome if they caught you saying that at all on sports and they knew that was our inside joke so it's nice to have something kind of just for us. It was a wonderful holiday season, and I would love to start the show off by saying I'm going to get to choose a wonderful outfit for my co-host, who I absolutely destroyed twice in our fantasy football league, and have a bye week. So the guy who was made fun of last year is now number two in the seedings going into the playoffs. Playoffs? Thank you very much. Let's uh, tap the brakes and destroy. It was like 142 to 137 or 147 to 137. None. So then the winner gets to decide how it went down. Let me tell you something. Destroy. I, I am, (laughs) I am very proud of you because you went from being the laughing stock of the league to the number two seed in the playoffs. Once I figured out how y'all point structure was. Oh, that's not what it was. Yes, that was. That's exactly what it was. And, one of us the first year was doing a show during the draft, so my auto draft kicked in and drafted me two kickers early. You also drafted Le'Veon Bell. I don't want to talk about no, that. No, man, your bounce back <laughs> was great. Look, for those for those that are wondering what the hell Caddy's talking about, we have a, a fantasy league with ESPN people there. It's a 12-team league, uh, the likes of like myself, Mike Golick Jr., um, Caddy's Randy in Scott, it. Yeah. Randy Scott's in it. It's a fun league, and... We basically made fun of Caddy all year last year, oh, and he's rebounded merciless. to a ten and three record, second seed. I I'm done. And and now, what do you mean you get to pick an outfit for me? What was our bet? Our remember our bet was season series sweep, mm-hmm. and then loser has to wear what the winner picks out. That was your. I forget what you wanted to do for me. Like, I was going to – because the only thing was off the table for me was apparently I'm not – because I'm on orders from my household that I'm not allowed to shave the beard. That that is no longer ever allowed to be put up for <laughs> a bet. Now – Wager. I think the bet was – because, I first of all, you I can't just wear anything you tell me to on television. No, no. No, it'll be... So maybe the next time we go golfing... Yeah. 
Maybe something yeah. with that I maybe we'd have to do another video a la tattoo gate. Correct. Alright. I'm in. Yeah, I look two for two. You won. Fair and square. You Word, have a you have a really it. good team. So congratulations on Thanks, that. Man. I'm hoping, you know, that the team aspect of what you were able to do today carries over to what we are seeing at the Hero World Challenge this week. That's where yes. Caddy joins us from in the Bahamas. We're gonna get to that. In just a minute, because I, I think that it's fascinating in a tournament that really means nothing, means a lot this year because of the President's Cup. We'll yeah. get to that in just a minute. But first, growing a business is hard, as everybody knows, especially when you are wasting hours every day moving data from emails to spreadsheets to a CDM to a CRM to an external drive, whatever the case might be. It shouldn't be that kind of stuff to just happen without you lifting a finger you can make it easy with Zapier. Zapier is here to help. It is the easiest way to automate your work. It connects all your business software and handles the work for you so you can focus on the things that matter most. No more wasting your time on tasks like this when it can be automated. And it's actually Zapier that can make it easy and helpful because that's what it's built to do. Just go to our special link, zapier.com slash Maddie, M-A-T-T-Y, Connect the apps. Use three, two. Just go to our special link, zapier.com slash Maddie. Connect the apps you use most and let Zapier take it from there. That's all you have to do. Right now, through the end of the month, try Zapier free by going to our special link, zapier.com slash Maddie. M-A-T-T-Y. That's Zapier. Z-A-P-I-E-R.com slash Maddie for your free 14-day trial. Zapier.com slash Maddie. Running your own business is tough. Make it simple with Zapier.com. Over the holiday, you know, you ever have those moments, Caddy, where you sit there and you're like, no way it's been five years. No way it's been 10 years. No right. way it's been this. Can you believe that we have now wrapped up a decade of post-Tiger fire hydrant? It's crazy to think that it's been 10 years but even more crazy is all the injuries. It it just goes to show how that same time flies. It really does. Because it doesn't seem like 10 years. But if you think about it, like someone who was six or seven years old, they had no clue about the whole everything that went down 10 years ago. And kudos to Bob Harrig for not only doing the timeline. Yep. Of, of from the beginning of 2009 through 2019 and and you know it's fantastic that it's been it's it's a a wonderful I don't want to say end to the story but it's a happy so far so good ending ish even though it's not the end it's and I'm great. glad you promoted that because ESPN.com you can search Tiger Woods or Bob Harrigan or whatnot if you read this story you will be amazed because when I was reading that, I was like God I forgot that that happened I forgot yes. I mean it's incredible we all in life you know reminisce on a decade um you know it just it turns out we're we're leaving a decade here in 2019 to go to 2020 so a new right. decade's coming up and in my age the way that it works out is like I'm 40 right now so I will embark on a new decade in a new age at 41 and so I I always take a look back at where was I 10 years ago and when you do that with your own life right think about that being in the public eye for 10 years of all of it that's what's so crazy, and this is why I'm also so proud of Bob, because he didn't have to put his name on that, but I'm going to tell you something. 
like he could have it, it could have just been done without him putting his name on it. He put his name on it, and to his credit, all he did was report everything that happened. But I can tell you, there is a camp not happy, really? not happy, not happy that it was rehashed. Really, Tiger yeah. Sparks don't like it. I I think no. Why? I think I don't know. I think maybe because I was, you know, talking to Pat Perez the other night, and he said he was mad reading it. And he said he was mad because it's like, how come we can't let it go? And I'm like, it's you're not letting it go. But you have to, because I feel like it's an actual a happy story because of the redemption at the end. That's right. You know? And because, like, I, all's well that ends well. Right? Like, yeah, it was a tough time and it was a horrific thing to go through. And nobody now looking back, you, I don't care how much you dislike someone or are mad at anybody in your life, you, you would never want anyone to go through that publicly, what he went through. Like, you can't imagine what that would be like. And, and for him to come back from that, you know, and looking back and hearing some of the things that people had said back in the day was like, oh, like you even know some of those people are looking at that going, ah, oh, I wish I wouldn't have said that. Right. Like, because it's yeah. been 10 years, it, now, especially now. It is. It is telling how, you know, how it, it I don't I don't want to use the word funny. It's, it's telling. I Ironic. Guess now, just how protective we are over Tiger. Yes. Where we can't... I'm one of the biggest Tiger fans out there, but I also understand. I'm like, hey, man, I'm with you. To to appreciate where he is now, you have to go back to what it was over a decade. Now, I get it. There was the infidelity. There was the, the, the car wreck. There was all of that, but, the, the, but that's part of the story. Yes. But this is the irony of what you just said, and that's why I said irony is a great word for this. Ten years ago, no one was more protective of themselves than Tiger was. Ten years later, we're more protective of him than he is of himself. Well, That's I don't know if his, if his camp's not happy about the story. It sounds like he's still pretty ticked off about it. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't say that them not being happy with the story would mean that they're protective of themselves because we know... Tiger today is a completely different person than Tiger in 2000 at the beginning of 2009. He's a different person than what he was. He's a different person than when he won that US Open in 2008 on a broken leg. And even he admits that. So it's like going through the horror of that dark place and being there for as long as he was there. I would hope that he could even today 10 years later look back and go it really sucked going through that. But if I didn't go through that, I wouldn't be where I am today. And if you love who you are today, then you know you had to go through that to get here. Right? Like, you think if, if we all think of ourselves and you look at yourself in the mirror, if you are, are cool with who you are today, then that means you have to be okay with everything you went through in your life. And sometimes the things you go through in your life are not fun to go through like they are devastating and horrific and you know you go to dark places where you feel like you're never going to get out of but when you do get out of those places and you appreciate where you are then at some point you have to look back and go i guess i needed to go through that to be here and i hope that tiger's there too because i mean for us who are out following him all the time i love this new tiger i, I love this this guy 
and who he is and and the family guy that he is now man it's just i think it's cool to see it's cool to see him being more fan friendly during rounds which never happened before now i think it's more it's more he's personable endearing. it's yeah. more endearing I think he's gained more fans than he lost. Well, it's, look, that that's the whole kid factor playing in. Like he has yep. kids, and it's and a father, he, man. It's know, a dad. He understands what that's like, and and yeah. it, you know, when you look at this week, someone who is very out and about and public about an anniversary in their life that changed them forever uh, was our own Ryan Leaf here at ESPN, who was celebrating five years of sobriety and being out of prison and getting a second chance at life, and he's out there about it. He's like, look. You know, people said some nasty things about me, but if I knew what happened was going to eventually get me to this place where I am in life, I'd do it all over again. And so they, I just find it when you look at someone and how they uh, note a milestone in their life that necessarily isn't good, how they handle that, I think says a lot about the person. Yeah, especially when they have to go through that in a public way. Now, which is brings us circle to a guy who's not here this week that we we can't let go, especially on this podcast, is Phil Mickelson. Yeah, and what has transcribed, what has transpired, with the fact that he is not going to play the Waste Management Phoenix Open for the first time in what thirty years, uh, three decades, um, and that he's he's taken probably close to two million dollars to go play in Saudi Arabia. At an event that is extremely, I mean, we don't get into politics, but this event has caused some serious stir because of who has sponsored it, who's put the money up. And you got guys like Rory who um, twice has said, no, I ain't going. He, Rory turned down $2 million twice and Tiger turned down $3 million twice. Yeah, I don't, it's not a good look for Phil and I'll say look money fine it's a money grab we get it uh, I don't know that you know Phil's I think Phil even admitted he's like look I understand the politics of how it looks the only thing that I will say about Phil missing the waste management Phoenix Open it's just, it's it's kind of his tournament and it's, it's Phil's weird. unofficial yeah. tournament and it's weird for him to say his first comeback was to when he talked to Bob uh, Harrig. He put out on Twitter, one of the things he put out there was, I'm turning 50 soon, so I may have played my last Waste Management Open. Which, wait, the last time I checked, the your age doesn't dictate whether or not you get into that tournament or not. Like There is no time ever that Phil couldn't play in that event, ever, ever. He's lifetime qualified to play in that event. Right. He's won it three times. So there's no – he could be 70 years old, and if you can hit it, uh, come on, come play, and people would be fine. Yeah, but it's Which, Phil. He's an ASU guy. Like, no matter – Right. That, that was a cop-out for maybe, Phil. Maybe, but then the fact that he went on Twitter and said he understood, like, how people might be upset, and then to say you'll be okay – is boy like you just needled like he just stuck that little needle in there a little bit a little bit now i understand social media there's a lot of fake outrage a lot of fake outrage you know and one of the guys that i talked to here um who was on the team of someone who's going over there to play 
and they go, it's kind of funny, all those people that are acting mad put all that vitriol on Twitter as they're filling up their SUVs with gasoline. And I was like, mm, touche. Like, so I don't, I'm, I don't ever want to say like, hey man, this is what you should and what you shouldn't do because I, I don't judge people that way. Like, look, man, to each his own, to each his own. And I'm not saying it's the right thing or the wrong thing to do because everyone has different things that they would or wouldn't do. And everybody's got a different number, you know? So I'm trying to see both sides of this, but you're right, man. It just is a in in society right now today. Not a good look. No, it's not a good look. It is the tournament he's connected to. If this was the. No offense, the Shell Houston Open or one of these other tournaments that he's got no local connection to, then it wouldn't be that big of a deal. But the, the fact that this is legitimately the tournament that Phil built, the house that Phil built, yeah. you know, it, it comes off a little disingenuous for him Stings to. A little. Yeah. So, but look, you're right. I mean, here we are giving our opinion on it. You bet your, you know, we we've got a number. What well, I think, like, this <laughs> I mean, you've I got a number. I've got like, a number. Look, I even for. I'll be honest. For me, I don't know if if in a situation like this, if there's a number someone could throw at me that I could say, all right, man, I'll go. Right? Like, it's until someone puts that check down in front of you. Right. It's hard to judge other people and be like, how dare you? Be like, what do you mean, how dare you? Like, are you in a financial situation where that if somebody threw $2 million in front of you, you'd be like, nah, you can keep it. Like morally, I would I would think hopefully, and this is just me personally. For me personally, morally, I would hope that at I would be able to say, you know, hey man, I, I can't do that, bro. I just can't do that. Now financially, I'm not in a position where you know somebody throw five million to six million dollars at me. You know, I'm gonna be like, nope, that's bro. Quick. I'll be like, can I think about this for a minute? You ran on live TV without a shirt on and swim trunks into the cold water at the Open Championship. Let me tell you that your price isn't that things. your price isn't that hard to get to. <laughs> like you, you're it's, not that expensive. I'm, you know what though? I'm not gonna lie. Swimming in the North Atlantic, easier decision. <laughs> was that just was that the most invigorating thing you've had in a while? Yeah, man. It, as much as when it happened, I couldn't. It took me. 10 minutes to legitimately catch my breath <laughs> because of the shock to the system. 15 minutes after I came out of that water, I felt better than I had ever felt before. Again, and that was free. That was for free. So someone dangle a $2 million, $3 million check in front of you, I'm sure Caddy is going to do a lot more than any of us would bargain for. All right, Caddy, as you would know, talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves saying things like, you know, I just lost my mojo. Or we avoid altogether talking about it. Excuses like, I had a long day at work. Sorry, honey. Uh, I'm just not feeling it. All uncomfortable conversations. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about with a real doctor who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Here's what's better. The doctor will work with you to find the best treatment plan if medication is appropriate. Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping now getting started is simple just go to roman.com slash maddie m-a-t-t-y and complete an online 
visit. Again, erectile dysfunction used to be a tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Just go to roman.com slash Maddie to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's getroman.com slash Maddie, M-A-T-T-Y, for a free visit to get started. Getroman.com slash Maddie. So we talked Phil, we talked Tiger, decade, anniversary. Um, let's get into Thanksgiving for a minute. Did you, did you get after it? This is the first Thanksgiving since ever that I, no one in my family cooked. So my mom has officially moved down to Florida. Mm-hmm. Oh, when did that happen? Yeah, uh, November 17th, I flew up, picked her up, loaded up. The, they put the loaded the house in an 18-wheeler, and I drove her in the car, in her car, back down to Florida. We got to Florida on the 20th. On the 21st, I played in Big Poppy's event down in Key Biscayne in Miami, which was, oh, my gosh, that was crazy fun. Um, Bang up job getting a guest for the podcast. Good work. <laughs> Killing it. Who said I didn't? I'm just talking to you right now there, stud. See, you're just throwing stuff out. That's the cold you, just being mad. Just <laughs> Oh, we've just we've just started that, Matt. There's <laughs> more where that came from. That's what from. I'm saying. Since yeah. I have my Ned Ryerson hat on with SportsCenter with you Ned? this morning. Groundhog Ned Ryerson? <laughs> that you? That's what that hat was. That's the Ned Ryerson <laughs> hat that I had on just for you. Uh, so, yeah, then came back and Thanksgiving went out to eat, which is a first. How do you feel about that? Um, how, wait, 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 I'm getting ahead of myself. This is my portion where I interview you. How was the drive? The drive from Pennsylvania? Yes. It was easier than I thought it was. Going okay, to. good. I'm glad we you said it. stopped twice. We Be- stopped once in Northern Virginia yep. and then again at Sea Island, Georgia. Okay, see, I I do the drive with my dog, O'Shea. I drive him down uh, to Florida because my wife and I, we have a place down there. Her job's rooted in Jupiter. And so she comes back and forth during the spring and summer. It's my job to go down there back and forth uh, during the winter. So our dog, long story short, lives the best life out of either of us because right. he's a snowbird. So I've actually <laughs> making, I've, I've made the drive uh, from Connecticut down to West Palm and then from West Palm back up to Connecticut. I'm getting ready to do it again. And everyone asks, like, oh, my God, I didn't it's not that bad of a drive. Nah, it's not that bad. If the weather's good, once you get past the northern Virginia border, yep. like through D.C., there's one spot. Through Richmond. Right south, yeah, south of D.C., there's a spot in Virginia that is just a cluster no matter when you hit it. That's right. It's always just horrible. And once you're past that, man, it is smooth sailing. Can I tell you there is nothing sometimes more therapeutic? Now, granted, you know, I'm not in the car with my mom. For that long, no offense, mom, if you're listening, I'm not saying that would be bad. All I'm uh, saying so, is it's me and the dog. So I find the road trip, especially coming out yes. after football season, I find it oddly therapeutic. Yes. Even though I hate people on the roads. Does that make sense? Well, it depends on the city that you're going through. But the nice thing about being on the road by yourself or just with the dog is you can, at times, for a long drive, if you just turn the radio, even turn the radio off for an hour... Or two hours, it's amazing how I do. You end up taking that deep breath, and for me, then too, if it's a really long drive, keep the radio off for a couple hours. Then I'll pop on a podcast yep. or listen to something. Like I was listening to some some of the comedy stuff, you know, which 
some of the stuff was cool. Some of the stuff which you think is hilarious is not quite as hilarious when your mom's sitting next to you. Yeah, you see, I probably wouldn't go that route. I probably wouldn't go realize, like, isn't well, it like, see, what's it, Raw Dog Radio or something like that? You don't realize how dirty some guys are until your mom's sitting next to you and they're doing bits. See, why would like, you even go that route? Because you, I just don't think about that. I, I, yeah, but you should. Your mother's right there. Yeah, but as a guy who did stand-up comedy, you know, out of someone's complete act, you don't think, you know, oh, there's seven or eight minutes in here, which might be really awkward, yeah, but, even though you're going to laugh. I, but you know? you got to be better than that. Like, you've got to know that there's I know that there's now. you, you, and there's mom, you. <laughs> yeah, but I try to make those people as close as possible. Well, let's be honest. No I one mom, I know, but I want mom, because she's seen me on stage, and when I first started doing stand-up, I wasn't clean. I was filthy. So she had to watch her son on stage be filthy. So it's like, I don't. I never want my mom to be surprised that something she sees me do or something she knows that I listen to, because that's better that way. No, it's got to. It's church and state. Like you know, there's there's movies that Ashley and I will watch that I I know not to recommend to my mom because I don't want her knowing oh, yes, or thinking course. that I watched stuff. Like, like just it's just that it's a respect thing. It's a, it's it's out of respect that I'm like you know what. I'm not going to tell you what Netflix show that I'm in because it's kind of dark and disgusting and I don't want you to think less of me. <laughs> like, I am not going to recommend Bill Burr in the Monday Morning Podcast to my mother because I don't want her listening to it. Yeah, I, my mom knows that, like, Joe Rogan and Bill Burr are two of my favorite guys to listen to on podcasts. So even though she doesn't listen to them and she's not into them, you know, she's actually just started because of us trying to get into podcasts so she's like dipping her toes in different podcasts but she's also she comes from the you know the 60s and the 70s so she's like not afraid to to like hey i'll i'll one thing i'm very proud of my mom and i i'm proud that she gave this trait to me she's not afraid to say i'll try it yeah let me let me see what it's about for a little bit maybe 10 minutes in she'll be like nah this ain't for me but i'm just not i'm not gonna say no just because yeah no, and that that is a good trait. I mean, and, and I just man, I can't. There are times. You ever you ever had that moment growing up where you were watching a movie with your parents and there was just those awkward scenes and you had oh, to yeah. sit there. Like I, I yep. I'm not gonna walk myself into that situation again. Even now, married. <laughs> like if we're sitting there watching something, my mom and her husband, and it, like we're sitting there watching it, I'm like. Ah, uh, this is weird. We got to turn this off. Yeah, like, all right. <laughs> I'm going to start, I'm gonna start talking through this scene. Yeah. The one oh. thing I'm really happy about with mom moving down to Florida, yeah. she is actually now going to learn how to play golf. She wants to. This is good. Yeah, she wants to start playing golf. So I'm like, all right. You know what the moral set of clubs and let's do it. The moral of this story is, is that Maddie and the caddy's family friendly. That's the more. So I want all the, all the, the moms part, and dads and yeah, for the most part, you're right. For the most part. Two things on this topic. One about the crass comedy, which I will laugh at, and Ashley, my wife, will get embarrassed if we're at a comedy show, <laughs> and I will cry. I will have tears in my eyes, not being able to breathe a laugh at probably the crassest joke that the comedian will tell. <laughs> That's number one. But number two, for those that don't know, I mean, I'm, he says it every other podcast. Actually, he says it every podcast. You know, he did stand-up comedy for 20 years, however long it was. I heard Caddy... In a public setting, probably tell 
or use one of the the most crass comebacks and jokes I've ever heard in my life. So I will I will tell you, beautiful patrons out there, this Caddy's a very happy. He's one of the happiest people I know. Being in the same room with him makes me smile. Being on the podcast with him makes me smile. But don't let that fool you. Because you probably... When I flip back into comedy mode, this is what people forget (laughs) a lot of times that it happens out here on the golf course, too. Like, Tiger tried to say something to me real quick, and I flipped into comedian mode and just basically uppercut him so hard where even he stopped and put a hand on a knee, but the producer had never heard me go there. Yeah, right. Ever. So when I did it, like, the producer was so mortified, like... How did you just say that to Tiger Woods? And then bust up just a guttural laugh of like, oh, my gosh. I can't. And then I was like, ooh, like I went right back into comedian mode. But sometimes, like, that's in there, man. I say all the time, golf has my heart, but comedy's got my soul. So every now and then, if I need to, you know, when people are like, hey, I could be funnier than that guy. Really? You really want to test me? Okay. Right. It's to the point where like I don't you know me. I'm not I'm not offended. I don't get offended easily. Nah. But I it was I I laughed out of shock and then I thought to myself like I can't repeat what he just said. <laughs> All right, enough of the inside joke. I one more thing road tripping before we uh take a break and get to golf. Uh the actual golf portion of the podcast. Hero. You know what I can't do on a road trip? What? And I can't I can't do audiobooks. No. I no, can't I mean, do it. You want to know why? Authors reading them. I don't. That's I can't do it because I don't like the read voice. And yeah, then, because the voice that I have in my head, and I want the characters to sound different. Oh, you do? See, I don't want that. Yeah. See, I need the characters when I read a book. Like in my head, the characters sound a certain way and look a certain way. And when I hear someone read it in an audio book. It messes that up for me. Yeah, everyone's when I when I do the when when I do the roadie with O'Shea, they, O'Shea's the Yellow Lab. I say, yeah, you know, I'll do podcasts. I'll catch up on phone calls. We haven't talked to all football season. It's been busy, and I'll listen to music. Sometimes I'll just go silence. I'll, I'll have my seven bags of sunflower seeds. You're like, no, do an audio book, yeah. man. Do an audio book. No, I've tried <laughs> it, and I was like, nope, not doing it. It's weird. I find them weird. And but maybe biographies or autobiographies. I, I've never tried those on. I've never tried those audio. So maybe that would work because a biography is one person telling their own story. And same with the autobiography. So maybe those kind of books. Now history stuff, I could probably get into. Yeah, but, but I don't want to nah. feel like someone's reading to me. Like I just want it to be that a would natural. Put me to sleep. I know, and I don't, I don't need, need that, that in the car. You don't need that going. 75. I don't need that on the road. All right, uh, coming up next. We perhaps have been tipped off of how things will go at the President's Cup just based on the pairings at the Hero World Challenge. That's coming up. But first, you know, we're all looking for ways to improve our health. I know Caddy is. Whether it's being smarter about how we train, making a better effort to get more sleep, or simply thinking more about our body's overall wellness. Well, Caddy's wearing his. I'm wearing mine. Today's sponsor, Whoop, is a fitness tracker that goes beyond counting steps and provides 24-7 fitness, sleep, and recovery insights personalized to you. We both have them. We absolutely love them. Whoop is a membership service that provides a fitness tracker for free and gives members access to their app, which provides personalized insight to into recovery, strain, 
and sleep. It continuously adds new features to the app to enhance the experience of members so they always have new ways to get insight into their data. Now, Whoop removes the uh, actual FOMO of needing to buy the latest fitness tracker. We know what we're talking about. They're all out there. Whoop members will always have to be able to get the, will always be able rather to get the newest version of their hardware as long as they continue their membership. You've got recovery. You've got strain. You've got sleep. All things sleep. It's so important. Your sleep cycle stages, your disturbances, your efficiency. Based on how strenuous your day is, Whoop will actually suggest sleep times so your body is able to get the rest you need to recover. You need it. It's invaluable. The Whoop Strap 3.0 has five-day battery life, on-the-go charging, so you never need to take it off. It's waterproof. It has Bluetooth energy. So do it. Get it. It's the holidays. Stress. Family. Strain. Sleep. Whoop. There it is. Back to Maddie and the Caddy. Um, at the beginning of the podcast, you heard me say that that my uh, anger towards Caddy uh, is just going to continue and it, it started be- this morning on Sports Center. I know. He was we- just like, I just want to apologize for everyone in the Northeast right now. Yeah. We're somewhere cold. And that's where I'm getting next at. guy going. <laughs> right. Because we got like eight to nine inches of snow out here. It's absolutely miserable. And you are hanging out in the Bahamas. It's Hey, man, it ain't hot down here, though. I'll tell you that. You know what nobody talks about in the Bahamas? Wind chill. Oh, what is it? Well, this morning it was like sixty-one. Oh, you know, and it got up to only it only got up to like seventy-five. Oh, bless your heart. So sorry. And stuff. It is funny seeing the Bahamians though. Like this morning when it was sixty-one, or the other day when it was sixty, I'm looking out the window and these guys are getting ready to go to work and they are wearing like Cargill heavy <laughs> pants and a like heavy fleece coat with snow caps on. And I was like, all right, man, it's it's sixty-one. But for down here. That's freezing down here, so. So at the, uh, the the Hero World Challenge, it's a it's a twenty player no cut event. 18, um, eighteen guys. My fault. Eighteen yeah. guys, no cut event. Eleven yep. of the eighteen are a part of the respective Ryder Cup team. Tiger, yep. of course, the playing captain, and there are pairings with President Cup implications on them because the way that they are, there there are I think what five pairings in a row of Xander Shoffley, Gary Woodland. Bryson DeChambeau, Webb Simpson, Patrick Reed, Patrick Cantlay, Tiger Woods, Justin Thomas, yep. Ricky Fowler, Tony Finau. Like these are guys that are on the President's Cup, and typically the Hero World Challenge is just to give us idiots living in the Northeast some warm golf to watch. But now, Caddy, we might be getting getting a glimpse into the competitive nature and setup for the President's Cup in a week or so. And I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist, but think but about this. I will because the one guy who pulled out for this week and says, I'm still going to try and go to the President's Cup is Dustin Johnson. And who's number 13 on the President's Cup list? Who's playing with the President's Cup member? Ches Reevy and Matt Kuchar. That's right. Because I'm trying desperately to get to hold down the captain of the team to find out if DJ can't go, who's your backup dude? And it's going to the argument that I'm getting from people over here is, well, if that happens, it's either got to be Kisner or Reevy because they're both here. It makes sense. Don't you say what about Kevin? Nah, like you got to remember, Ches Reevy was 13th on the points. But man, they stopped doing points in like what, October, September. And 
Kevin Nas won twice since they stopped giving points out. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on the right here right now. Three events like that's if, and you're talking about a dude who can roll the rock. Like, come on, man. And if he's on vacation in Korea or something, not that far. But let's say this. Let's just it, okay. Let, let's assume that Tiger knows that he yep. gets a really good look up and close at Chaz this week. That's the thing, and kids too. You know, I I believe that this is going to be very advantageous to the Americans because who knows? Like you've been there, have you gotten a sense that Tiger's talking to these guys in President's Cup fashion? Yes. I mean, it's his yeah. tournament. Yeah, big time, and he's telling them a whole bunch too. Hey, just go out there and play. What I what you and I were talking about this morning on Sports Center too was was big, and that the good thing for these guys is the the sand base of this golf course is very similar to what they're going to see in Australia, except it's going to be much firmer, harder, and faster. So they might not chip as much around the greens, but with this sand base chipping into the grain in Bermuda is something you really got to practice, especially during competition when the adrenaline's flowing and whatnot, because it's easy to chunk or blade. And give people, people, like, Come on, give man. people the example you gave on SportsCenter. Yeah, because I know there's a lot of golfers out there that just roll their eyes that are casual and be like, come on, man, grass doesn't matter that much. And this is what I say, the example. If you don't think grass matters, then you don't think that playing outside basketball on concrete uh, is any different than playing indoors on a wood floor. And when I say that, people are like, wait, uh, hold on. Or football. Like, oh, football on the grass is the same as on the turf. No, it ain't. You know, and you can start with how come guys, when they play on the grass, never wear those arm things up the back of their arms? Well, because turf is different. Like, it's the same thing here where Bermuda grass and a sand base, that grabs the club and the club digs in hardcore other type of like clay-based ground or just regular dirt that's not sand the club moves easier across the top of that grass and doesn't just dig straight into the dirt so it makes chipping really easy which you'll see guys who are good chippers on bermuda are great chippers everywhere else but where they're going to australia they're gonna, you're going to see when guys are close to the front of the green within probably 10 yards you might see guys pull out putter because wow. how firm and fast it's going to be. Like, they're in a severe drought over there, so it's really firm and fast. There are actually some wildfires going over there right now as well. So, But it's, this is great practice this week for those guys. The I also thing think that it's scares good. me is the time difference. Man, it's halfway around the world, and I don't care how nice the plane is you're going in on over there. Jet lag is going to hit you. Are That's you going? hours. <sighs> okay, so no. I don't know if I'm allowed to tell. No, I won't because uh, I don't want to get in trouble and sound like I'm complaining. I've never been to Australia, and I'll just say I really wanted to go. Yeah. And there's a seat, one seat on the charter, on the team charter. Uh-huh. And I still wasn't able to work it out. Wait, were you invited to go on the team charter? I was. Do you need me to tell you how to do your job right now in front of everyone? You could try. You want me to do this? Yeah. That's you, the you know, that's the story. I know, bro. You're preaching to the cro- choir, like you're going to be on the team charter correct. with Team USA with correct. access no one else has. That's correct. So what's the problem? The cost, but it's not. It's the cost is still cheaper than it would have cost to fly me over. Oh, so they're going to make you pay for the charter? Well, yeah, yeah. We can't do it. You can't free. do payola. Nah. We can't I mean, do you probably free. could. Wink, wink. 
<laughs> nah, even in the because <laughs> they were still there was another a caddy wanted to bring his wife on the flight as well, and he was going to have to pay, and he would have paid more than what they were offering it to me for. So it ain't cheap because remember, like we are literally halfway around the world. They got to stop <coughs> in like Taiwan or somewhere. Like they got to stop refuel in Fiji or something to refuel. Yeah. Yeah, because they can't even make it from here the whole way over there on a big jet. So, but I just kept thinking to myself, like, this is that opportunity where I could do video before we get on the plane and then video and pictures afterwards, you know, and then write all kinds of great stuff about what it was like on the plane. Who are you kidding? You wouldn't write anything. I would. And you don't hours, write. 20 hours would give me time to do my one finger tap. I was so. going to say, the reason you don't write is because it takes a decade for you to do one index finger after another. This is why I'm not called a writer anymore. It's because I failed high school English and failed typing and didn't go to journalism. God, school. that is stunning that you failed English calling it compass. Says the guy who calls it program. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I did want <laughs> Back to the... Uh, you can't spell caddy. C-A-D-D-I-E. So go ahead and shut up. C-A-D-D-Y. Uh, <laughs> back to the uh, President's Cup thing real quick because we got off on one of our Maddie and Caddy tangents. I, I'm, I'm interested because with Tiger being the playing captain, he's yep. got to compete and strategize. So I'm wondering if he's actually going to do that this week. The hardest thing... Oh, Tiger still, when it comes to here... Like, he already won the hero shot. I saw that. The little thing that they did yeah. out there, six rounds hitting, you know, into a pool. Like, he still wants to win. So, you know, when it comes down to it, he knows he's only going to play probably two times the week of the President's Cup. So the rest of the time, he can be captain. That's the thing where I think he's really grinding about is that if DJ does try and play, how much can he use it? And if he can only play DJ twice and he's only going to play twice – then he's going to have some serious shuffling to do as far as putting guys together because there won't be anywhere to hide people in that case because it's basically him and DJ are going to be sitting a whole bunch, you know. So, and that's fine. So I think Captain Tiger loves that thought. But I also think Tiger loves juggling. And the more... And when I say juggling, sure does. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the more stuff he's oh, got we're going talking on, about golf. Yeah, yeah. that too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying like. That was a joke, Tiger. Him, I'm joking. I know. he. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Don't make the comedian come out again. <laughs> um, the more things that he's got going on, usually the better. I agree. You know, it's only when he tries to focus on one or two things only when nothing good happens. I love so. taking the uh, patron inside, you know, ESPN conversations and sports center conversations. That's one of the ones we were having. They're like, well, it's, you know, it's the Hero World Challenge. It's a no-cut event. It's 18 of Tiger's boys, blah, 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 blah. And I said, no, 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 no. I said, this. yes, you're right. That's exactly what it is. But this year's different because of the President's Cup. And it really does, if you're, if you're like my dopey ass in the northeast that just shoveled out eight inches of snow and, and miserably cold like it's it's a good chance to watch and just have an idea if w- what's coming next week you get a precursor to that this week in the bahamas well yeah caddy runs around talking to bahamians hey bahamar <laughs> yeah, go, hold have up, you though. been to bahamar 
Yeah, big time. Remember, I was I stayed there. Oh, that's right. Uh, that's earlier right. this year at the Aaron Rodgers Chris Paul event. Go so to the, the Mexican showdown. restaurant at the Rosewood. Oh really? Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Go to the Mexican restaurant at the I Rosewood. Was so disappointed because two nights ago, Royal Blue, the golf course yep, over here. Played and trust it. me, everybody, y'all got to come play this track. It is Royal Phenomenal. Blue. Phenomenal. Fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. And it's gettable. Yeah. Well, they had a media thing. You know, hey, everybody, come over here and have drinks and hors d'oeuvres and all kinds of stuff. And as I'm walking out of the Swimming Pig, which is the the pub-style spot in the Bahamar, there's John Rahm and his fiance, and they're like, Mike, come over, sit down, have dinner. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, y'all have no idea how bad I want to sit and have dinner with y'all right now. They're getting married next Friday. That's awesome. Yeah. John Rahm joining us now on the podcast, Maddie and the Caddy. John, oh, wait. Again. That didn't happen either. Again, we're di- how, did you know the whole conversation that I had with Mr. Rom? No, I, I just know so, the I just know the conversation I'm having again, right now, and it's just with the you. Cold haterade <laughs> coming out of my colleague. Hey. Talk about do you have so and so's number? Hey. No, I'm just mad that you didn't get him to let call me. Right let now. me tell you, as someone who is perpetually stuck on the Bristol headquarters, <laughs> I <laughs> I can't again. do a damn thing about it. Right, like I'm sorry that I have to wear my fuzzy flip flops out here in the oh, man. in the Bahamas, just chilling. You know what? You would you know, wear this... fuzzy flip flops. Well, yeah, when it's 61 outside, that's right out of your playbook. Keep the well, actually, the flip flops aren't fuzzy, but my Frodo toes, my oh, Lord of the Ring feet, make up for it. How was the dinner with with Rom and the fiance? I couldn't, I couldn't stay with and have dinner with them. That's what stinks is because I had already committed to go over to across the street. With and who? Harry was with me, a bunch of the other media. So and you, I was driving. you. I, I actually had to blow off dinner. You but blew off dinner with John Roman and fiance to hang out with media dopes? I, I blew it off because I made a prior commitment <sighs> and I was driving some other people over there and didn't want to. You And I told him, man, you don't understand how bad I just want to drop all of this stuff right now. I want to sit and have dinner with y'all, man, but I promised I would go over there. Like, I can't. I'm not going to see. I'm not one of those friends. I'm not one of those friends where we know now, just by your reaction, what kind of friend you are. We now have learned. <laughs> I'd be like, which is uh, why. Right. Which is Caddy, why. Caddy, here's the key. You're I'm not in dinner. the Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, when are you uh, When are you back uh, in Florida? I, I will be uh, flying home on the 8th. Okay. I'm playing an outing in Orlando on the 9th. Shocker. Well, it's it's for the Orlando ESPN crew, man. So, again, don't. I'm sorry you got to scrape ice off your windshield. <laughs> now I'll be mid-drive at that point. Oh, you okay, so you're making the trip. Yeah. Nice. That's why I'm okay. asking. Oh, there, see? There you That's why I'm asking because my – Myself yeah. and, and Joey Galloway might be looking to get a game in December with, with the caddy. Say when, say where. So, okay. Um, how can I put this without giving too much away? But here's a tease. Okay, here you go. This ought to be good. Um, you remember after Ray Allen's event, I played at an undisclosed location. At a extremely well-known golf uh, fans, a well-known athletes club. Right? Did I tell you about that? No. You keep this all to yourself. So I got a hat from this place. Okay. 
and I was wearing this hat here in the Bahamas on the driving range, and another golfer was like, hey, that's a nice hat, man. Who bought it for you? And I was like, bought it for me? Fool, I bought this myself from the pro shop. And he was like, wait, you were there? And ironically enough, I was there when Ricky Fowler was there, and Ricky standing next to me at the time when this other player was talking that smack, and Ricky was like, yep, he was with me. Not playing with Ricky, I was playing with another person, but so potentially because I got an invitation from this person to play at this very secret private location, potentially we could play okay. at this spot, okay? And I'll tell you off the air, and then as soon as we're off the air, I know, I'm sorry for everyone listening, like, why can't you just throw it out there? It's because this place is so exclusive. There's a reason on, on any of the social media, I didn't put any pictures up of any of it. That tells you how I feel about this place. Let and me, it ain't Augusta. It's in Florida. That's what I'll tell you. So all right, so here's what I need of you, though. I, okay. do, you, do you have the password uh, to Maddie and Caddy Instagram? Yeah. All right. Since you're in the Bahamas, can you okay. can you log in and, and do some social media work for us? Okay. Can you share your experience with the patrons off of the caddy? Uh, can you do that? Is yeah, an early Christmas here, present? You know what I'll do? I'll I will take pictures and maybe do some video with John Rom. I love I'll, it. I'll see if I can wear the because I had the Ned Ryerson hat on and he walked by and laughed and was like, you know, we're not in the Northeast, right? Like even he said that and laughed as he was going out to tee it up because he was first off at ten forty. So I'll go watch golf and then I'll do some. I'll do social media for Maddie and the caddy. Right, videos good. and stuff for us. Good. Well, I got you. That that'll be a good gift to the to the patron who have, who have patiently waited for us during this little holiday hiatus. So yeah, making the trip down to Florida uh, next week. Okay. So. We'll, it'll be our, our week off for every other week. We'll do a President's Cup review, and then I'll be doing some of the stuff from the West Palm uh, ESPN studio. So I'm looking forward to that again. What we can do, too, is because we'll be down in that area, we could potentially grab one of our friends and have them on as that, a guest. That's right. At some point. All right. So, Look, we're just we planning stuff See? left and right for the there ears of our listeners. Yes. That's how we do it. All right. Please. Go. Go go enjoy the Bahamas. I'm gonna go uh, scrape my car. <laughs> I've got my snow boots on as we speak. Shovel out, and I'm gonna put my dog in a parka <laughs> as we look like planes, trains, and automobiles in West Hartford, Connecticut. That's gonna be awesome. Most importantly, man, have a safe drive down. Thanks, brother. Man. Appreciate you. Enjoy the, the uh, enjoy it this week, and I uh, look forward to catching up with everybody uh, after the the journey down to Florida. Selection Sunday in college football. Be wrapped up with that, uh, but. Look forward to uh, catching up with everybody after that. Cup results, man. That's what we'll be talking about. It's going to be good. Can't wait for the caddy. Michael Collins. I am the Maddie. This has been the Maddie and the Caddy podcast. Thanks for listening to Maddie and the Caddy. Check out more great ESPN podcasts in the ESPN app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Maddie and the Caddy.